Now that the Pelicans offseason plan is coming together, what are the team's biggest needs? And it might not be what you think. It's the Friday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcast and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Friday, and we got a fun show, and look, I got a little something special for you, a little bit of lanyap, a little bit of a scoop at the start of the second segment in today's show. But I want to talk about the team's needs now that we kind of can see the offseason in a clear picture after the NBA draft lottery. So we're going to look at the three biggest needs, I think, for this team going into this offseason. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Leave a comment down below on YouTube. Leave a five-star review with a comment. You can do that on Spotify now. It helps keep the show free in five days a week for y'all covering the biggest topics, the most relevant topics you want to hear around this Pelicans team. In today's episode of Locked On Pelicans, brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So let's dive right on into it. I put this question to y'all out there on Twitter too. And let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. That can be kind of today's question is, what do you think the biggest need for this team is? And you all had some good ones. And a lot of what I was thinking, number, I'm not going to include health here, which was like by far the number one thing. You can't, come on now. We can't like, there's not much to talk about it either. So it doesn't give me a segment there. So first things first, I talked about this yesterday on ESPN Radio, the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. It's not a position. But their biggest need is just some stability and off-season work together. And they're going to be able to do this, right? When you look at this team last year, they went through a couple of different iterations of it. You had them going into the season, okay? And then Zion got hurt, so it kind of threw them for a loop. And they had to kind of relearn what to do and figure out what to do. It got them off to the poor start that they had. And then they kind of figured that out. And they were about 500 there. Then they made the trade for C.J. McCollum, and they had to figure out how to integrate him in. There were some early growing pains with that, right? But by the end of the season, when they had figured that out, they looked much better. Well, now imagine you don't get off to that poor start because everyone has been working together, training together this offseason, Zion Williamson included. And if he's not there, I will be upset. Because he said all the right things at his media availability at the end of the season. And he ditched them. He ghosted on the team last offseason. He could have been there. I I, I heard what he said about all the other stuff. uh, Not wanting to be around him if he was sad or not himself. They want him around. He needs to be around. And that doesn't excuse not showing up to an NBA finals game. It doesn't excuse being in summer league in, in Vegas, but not around the team one second. Got to be around them, training with them, working with them, working out with them, because you need to build that chemistry, right? Defining roles and how to play together is really important. If you can get that stuff out of the way at the beginning of training camp, the offseason, preseason, and not have to do it when the games matter for the standings, that's only going to improve your chances for the playoffs and then what your seed in the playoffs would be. And New Orleans is finally, 
finally in position to do this with pretty much the whole team. The only new, there's, there's maybe going to be two new additions, right? One of them will be the draft pick, the eighth overall pick, depending on what they do with it, right? So that guy will be there for summer league in an off-season workouts for the most part. And then it might be the one, two free agents they sign, depending on what they do. But roster spots are very slim right now. So it's not going to be a ton of new guys coming in. You're not going to have three new starters like you did this year when you factor Zion not playing. So you can get a lot of those growing pains out early. CJ McCollum has never been the true lead guard. He's going to be asked to do that next season. Give him time to get comfortable in that role. Give him time to build some chemistry with his teammates. And let's see what he's able to do. I'm excited about the prospect of that, right? Knowing where guys like to be, trying to figure out that 0.5 offense that Willie Green really wants them to run and how that involves Zion because now you need to work him back in. And a lot of people said, get a playmaker, get a playmaker. I disagree with that to an extent. Another one wouldn't hurt. But you're also going to have Zion handling the ball a lot. So you also need to get him to figure out how they do that with that 0.5 second offense rather than just kind of getting him the ball. And look, his playmaking comes from his court gravity, right? Because teams are so scared of him, they're going to throw two guys at him every single time, if not more. That's where his playmaking is. And then just find the open man, right? It's not true Chris Paul pulling the strings of an offense or anything like that. It's based off his court gravity. Well, you still need to play within the system. That 0.5, make a decision about what you're going to do. So you want to integrate him in that and let these guys learn how to play off of him. And also then kind of identify your role players. Who's the first guy off the bench? And this is something we'll get into in the next segment. Because that's where it could be a new addition to the team. Of things like that. Of who's your guys off the bench? What are their roles? Clearly define them. Let them improve on that. Work on that. And figure it out within the team system. And I think that's going to be an important thing. If they can get all of these growing pains out of the way early and not get off to one of these just slow starts, which they do every freaking season, this team could be really good early on and you don't have to dig yourself out of a hole. How nice would that be? <laughs> How nice would it be to not dig yourself out of a hole? That's why I think, you know, this offseason and just time spent together, practicing, training, building chemistry, cohesion. All of that, getting on the same page, you can use any of those phrases, right? That, I think, is the number one need for the Pelicans. And if Zion shows up to their offseason workouts, we can already check that one off. The biggest need for this team, we can check right off. I love that that's the most glaring need that I see for this team. It puts them in a really good position going in to next year. So coming up, though, I do think... They need a little bit more shooting scoring, but maybe not in the way you think. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Also, I got something for you at the start of next segment, too. This one's going to be fun. All right. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. I love brownies. You know what I love even more? Brownie batter. It's absolutely delicious. It's soft, all of that stuff. It's fantastic, right? Well, imagine if you could lick that brownie spatula clean and it was healthy for you with a lot of protein. You're in luck because Built has a new creation and this one is better than ever. The Brownie Batter Puff, you heard me right. The Puff takes protein bars to a whole new level and they're available right now on Built.com. Have you tried the Built Puffs yet? You shouldn't really be waiting because they are awesome. They are chocolate covered marshmallow 
protein-infused marshmallow. It's a protein bar that's basically made with awesome, delicious-tasting, good-for-you marshmallow. That's right. Delicious flavored marshmallows covered in 100% real chocolate. And with 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 7 grams of sugar, the brownie batter puffs are the perfect pick-me-up for any day. They're all covered in 100% real chocolate, and that means that you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. So they're only going to be available for a limited time, though. So you've got to go to Built.com right now. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your next order. This is the promo code I use. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Built.com. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Leave a comment down below. What's the biggest need that you see for this team that you want them to address this offseason? Let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. Please subscribe, tell a friend about the show. We're here Monday through Friday. We're breaking it all down for you free, completely free, no paywall or anything like that. Five days a week, the topics you want to hear about the team. And now for your next listen, go check out Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Raphael Barlow is the author of NBA, uh, the NBA Big Board newsletter and of Draft Junkies. He's going to give you deep, in-depth look into the NBA draft, mock drafts, player rankings, and of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, so let's continue to talk about biggest needs for this team. I've got one here, and I put this question to y'all out there on Twitter. A lot of you came back with these two, and I'm going to kind of tie them together because I think they're somewhat similar. First and foremost, it was like, fix the TV deal. They need a new TD vote. TV deal. I agree. They did. A, I did a whole show just on that and why it's actually a really important thing for New Orleans. Also, if they do get a new TV deal or even their current TD, TV deal, you need a show? Give me a call. We can, we can set something up here. Um, and a lot of you said jerseys too. Uh, people want to see a refresh of the jerseys. Well, and this is what I said I would drop here. You're in luck. I, I can't go into specifics. I don't know the whole big picture, but I got to get an understanding, let's call it, of some changes that are going to be made and maybe a little bit of a, a refresh in a sense. I can't go into any more details than that, but look for the jerseys to be different to some degree than last season. Okay, so, but going to actual team needs that they can fix this off season, right? A lot of you said shooting, and I agree. They were not a good three-point shooting team last year. They were in the bottom five in three-point percentage and attempts too. They were not a good three-point shooting team. And with Zion, well, you want more three-point shooting, right? And here's the thing. Zion's not going to give that, is might give them more open looks, but they weren't good at any of that anyway. And again, most threes are open threes. So it's not like this team is going to all of a sudden be taking like bad threes and now they're taking good threes. It doesn't work like that. It's very rare you see three-point shots blocked, which is why when Herb Jones does it, it's absolutely incredible. So they need more shooting, but I don't know where a, a, just a pure shooter would be. Say you got prime J.J. Redick, right? Or, or a guy that has the shooting ability of a J.J. Redick. Where's that guy who's one-dimensional fit on this team right now? Who's he going to get minutes over? Maybe Devontae Graham, but it's just basically like improving... Devontae Graham like if you could just make Devontae Graham better that kind of accomplishes it right so if you have Devontae Graham I don't you know you're not really kind of mixing things up you're just getting a little bit better there what I think more than anything though is just kind of more scoring one thing they kind of lack is like a go-to bench score a guy that can go out and is going to get you buckets with that second unit a guy that you can kind of build that second unit around and this is where this role is likely to be filled by the mid-level exception or maybe depending the draft. Though I don't know if you want to throw a rookie into that role right away. 
necessarily that can struggle with that. You want kind of like an efficient bucket getter, kind of like the guy that would win like six man of the years, usually dude off the bench that can score 20 per game, right? Playing with those second guys, maybe out there closing, depending if you need a score out there. I do think this is something that they might look at it in free agency. I'm going to throw some names out here, though, but I'm not sure if these are realistic with the mid-level exception that they're going to spend. It could be a guy like Malik Monk, who's averaging almost 14 points per game for the Lakers last season. You know, it could be, I don't know if I love this this one, Dennis Schroeder, who's now on the Houston Rockets after kind of bouncing around the past couple of years. It could be one of those guys, just kind of like lightning spark off the bench, give you some points and kind of leave it at that. Or maybe, depending if you need to create some roster spots and what the Utah Jazz want to do, could you trade for a Jordan Clarkson or something along those lines? A guy that's not making a ton, but can give you those points and has a very clear, defined role off the bench. I think that could be a useful guy just to have another scorer on this team. But again, you could also fill it with some of these guys in the draft. A.J. Griffin could fit that mold. Benedict Matherin could fill, fill that mold as well. I think that is an area, though, they definitely need to improve. And whoever that scorer is, you need him to be a three-point shooter. There were times, and you saw it in that in that um, Clipper game, right, in the playing tournament game, I thought it was... Tony Snell in that game just to add some shooting, hopefully, and some court spacing when the court got cramped for the Pelicans. Now, that worked poorly because, well, Tony Snell wasn't good. He was older, and that wasn't his role. He hadn't played in, like, 10 games or something like that. But maybe a guy that's just more reliable like that. Maybe this is simply as, uh, as simple as upgrading from Devontae Graham or just getting a better shooter that can kind of slot into that role. More shooting, more scoring definitely needed, I think, to a degree for the New Orleans Pelicans. So that's, I think, you know, one of the roles, one of the, the needs that could get filled this offseason. But what about the other side of the ball, defense? Let's look at that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. Our partners at BetOnline.net continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and any sports info you want. So you can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. So betonline.net is your continued source for all your sports wagering information. Live betting is fun in the game. Make those more interesting. Any of the playoffs here too. They got esports and a whole lot more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action over at betonline.net. BetOnline where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. Five days a week, Monday through Friday, breaking down everything you want to know about the team, the topics that you want to hear. It is a basketball city here in New Orleans. We are proving it with Locked On Pelicans. You're showing up, flocking out, and it's been a lot of fun. We're going to keep this going because it's an important offseason for New Orleans, and it should be a very fun next year for the team as well. Now for your second listen, go check out Locked On Saints. Host Ross Jackson, rising star. I love this dude. Breaking down everything black and gold. The receivers being scary. How's the defense going to look? How's Jameis Winston coming along, recovering from his injury? Ross is breaking it all down over at the Locked On Saints podcast. All right, we are talking about the Pelicans' biggest needs. And again, in the comments below on YouTube, tell me what you think the Pelicans' biggest need is. Is it just stability in the offseason, like practicing together? Is it a shooter? Is it a score? Is it defense, right? A lot of you said, and I agree with this to a degree, more defense. I don't think their defense was as bad at the end of the season as a lot of people were making it out to be. I don't think that Valanciunas is like a big negative there. I think he's probably like perfectly average there. And I think he's slightly underrated as a defend as defensive center. 
he does enough. He do, absolutely does enough and can kind of hold his own down low against some of the bulkier guys. He can fit on the, in space a little bit, but not a ton. But no, they do lack like an elite rim protector. And that's why I've seen some of you mention Jalen Duran as a guy they should take at eight. I don't love drafting him that high to fix that, but more rim protection certainly would be good. If you could upgrade from Billy Hernan Gomez, who, by the way, is like part of the heart and soul of the team. And I don't love saying this, but if you can upgrade from him defensively, I think that's useful, right? He can go out and he can give you points and rebounds. The points sometimes are hard against good centers. He actually struggles, but there's times when it's like, oh, yeah, dude's just scoring, you know, easily down low. But if you can get some defense from that position, have kind of a shot blocking big man, you know, that's not quite Jackson Hayes, though his moments are showing it. You know, I think that's a really important thing. I'd love Jackson Hayes to grow into that role. He's been decent on the perimeters we saw in the playoffs. Maybe that's him. Or maybe you just look to upgrade from Billy Hernan Gomez, but I just don't know if you're going to be able to do it on the cheap. But I'd like a little bit more defense there. I'd like a little bit more rim protection there. Certainly, I think could be a really, really good thing to add to this team, to this roster. I just wouldn't draft it at eighth overall. If you can maybe find that in the second round, those guys tend to be around and you shouldn't take them very highly as they're fairly one-dimensional and I don't know if they can really help you in the playoffs. And again, I think Valanciunas is good enough. You'd almost just like another uh, trustworthy big to limit JV's minutes a little bit so he doesn't look as gassed towards the end of the season and in some games when he plays high roles, high usage minutes, things like that. You'd also like maybe a guard with length or more length and switchability on the perimeter. You have it in Herb Jones, right? And Brandon Ingram definitely stepped up defensively this season, but the guard position doesn't quite have that in the half court. Jose Alvarado, we saw what he could do, right? He can harass uh, point guards and opposing players, you know, uh, in a full court press thing, and he's willing to do it. I love that about him. But in the half court, he, he struggles going through screens. You know, one-on-one, he can be okay depending, but you also saw uh, players take him down low and score over him and just shoot over him. CJ's a little undersized there too. Devonta Graham's undersized there. A little bit more length, height, size on the in the backcourt that could switch a little bit could be great too. Another wing that could defend the four wouldn't be a bad thing either. So a little bit more length in some capacity. Maybe this is addressed through the mid-level exception. Maybe this is addressed through the draft. Jeremy Sowan is a guy that could be there at eight that definitely checks all of those boxes right there we said he can guard the backcourt he can guard the wing I think he probably guard the front court too he's a very good defender and will be at the NBA level so I think they have a lot of options to try and fix that and I think as we you know as I'm doing the show and talking about it with y'all here you know all of the things that we're saying are pretty like reasonable things that they can address this offseason, you might need to make a trade to clear some roster space and mix it up a little bit, but it's not going to be with any of kind of your core guys soaking up the majority of minutes. So it doesn't impact you with the number one thing we said, which was working together, getting an offseason together, putting in the work and whatever new guys they get are going to be, you know, doing all of that with the team as well. So all of these things, I think, are like easily to some degree addressable. They might not do it. But they could all, all of these things could be addressed by the team and David Griffin this offseason. So I think they're in, I don't know, feel pretty good going into next season about where they are. So again, let me know in the comments down below, what do you think the biggest need 
for the Pelicans is don't say health or say health. You could say whatever you want. It's a, it's a free free YouTube here. Um, all right, and that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. Next week, more draft analysis. Got a couple guests lined up to go in-depth on some of these prospects, what they think draft experts think the team needs. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with y'all on Monday.